This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Red Circle, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Also, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also, we want to mention our Discord. It's off the floor, but we've moved it to a better place. There's a lot more content than you used to get through our Winnow feed, and we're just getting started. We've already added five channels there. we got people chatting there all day long. You've got reports from me, Alex, Brady, and Greg that are coming in. Other contributors for the Five Reasons Sports Network are popping in and providing content and their opinions. We've even got outside the NBA stuff, inside the NBA stuff, fantasy gambling. It's all there. Check out the Discord, which means check out the Five Reasons Sports Twitter account, and I'll have it posted there as a pinned message. Also, check out Better Edge. That's our official gambling partner. This is legal sports betting. You don't have to wait for the state to get its act together. Go to betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. $20 to play. Our competitions are $10 or less. You do the math. You got a couple free ones in there. We do NFL. We do NBA. Check them out. Betteredge.com. Use the code 5RSN. That's the number 5RSN. And get involved in social sports betting. And now, today's episode. Down to this gang. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Check the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick on Five Reasons Sports. we got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. So I mentioned the Discord off the floor. We're going straight to it today. We've got another bonus episode. You also can check out Floor's Yours. Noticing a theme here, that's with our guys Brian, uh, Timmy, and Sean recorded an episode that went around the NBA and talked a little bit of heat. That's on this podcast feed as well. But what we went to Discord for was we asked 
the fans who are chatting with us there for some of their best quick fix trade ideas. We've got a little internal debate here at the network. What gets fixed first, Alex's computer or the Miami Heat? So we want to fix both, but we're going to work on the Heat. The Heat, of course, as we're recording this, they play tonight against the Wizards in the first game of this ridiculous in-season tournament thing that they're doing or that the league is doing, and we'll see the court and all that. We'll have full coverage of the game. But take 15 minutes here, and we're going to go over some ideas that we think could help if the Heat decide not to wait until the trade deadline, don't wait for this to kind of fix itself and see if they can upgrade the team and maybe create some buzz, some momentum, some something, because uh, it's been an incredibly flat start to the season now, one and four, coming off what was a much more exciting offseason. So, Alex, let's get to some of these ideas here, and and let's I guess we start here. The core piece of most of these ideas is Kyle Lowry's contract, correct? Yes. And not not only because of, you know, everybody wanting to trade him, right? But because of kind of that that contract that he has. As we talked about before, he's at a, he's an expiring deal at just under thirty million. So you can obviously kind of come up with dip, different types of trades with a contract like that. And obviously this isn't gonna be all about him, but um he, he is the main piece in a lot of these. All right, so let's get to some of them. And some of them we discussed over the summer. What, what's interesting is the ones we discussed, which were kind of like the backup plan we thought the Heat might have if the Dame stuff fell through after everything that happened with Beal, these ideas are still out there. Like none of them that we talked about, like none of those guys were traded. We talked about the Utah players, talked about the Detroit players, the Indiana players. They're all still there, actually, and we've got a Minnesota idea now as well. So I want to make this clear for your aggregators out there. We're not reporting anything. These are just suggestions. That's it. These are suggestions that might improve the balance of this roster um, and, again, give them a little bit of life. So so give me one that you like. Maybe give me a new one uh, that our, our uh, followers on Off the Floor mentioned. Okay, well – if you're talking about a new one, that's a little tough because a lot of these we've kind of talked about in the past few months. But this one actually came from our very own Leif Sylvander. I, I would never call him Greg. I uh, just I can't. It's yeah, I recognize that now. name on uh, I recognize that name on Discord. I wasn't quite sure who it was, but yes. <laughs> but um, he's the one that suggested this. Suggested this, and I thought it, it kind of um, opened my eyes a little bit um, because when Leif makes these types of suggestions, I, I'm I'm always thinking. Hmm. What does that mean? And so the one that he suggested was Mike Conley and Kyle Anderson from the Timberwolves. And so you, you, you alluded to it earlier, and I think that's kind of an interesting but very, very unspectacular one. It's probably the least exciting one from the ones that we're going to get to. Not that any of these are like, um, you know, superstar trades or anything like that. But um, I, I think it's an interesting one. One, because, you know, both of those guys, Conley and Kyle Anderson, are expiring contracts. Two, you know, the Timberwolves, ever since they acquired Gobert and, and did this whole thing where they kind of thought they were going all in, hasn't necessarily worked out that way. So it's something to monitor as the season goes on because I don't think any of these trades we're going to go through would happen anytime soon. We know how the Heat operate when it comes to evaluating their team. We very much have literally not seen their entire rotation healthy yet at the same time. So it's going to be a while before I think they even look to or even think about making a trade like this. But it makes sense because you've got Conley and Anderson as expiring contracts. I mean, if you're doing it for Kyle and Caleb, then the money breaks even, completely even. <laughs> so no team would be taking back more or less money there, and that may not require trading a first-round pick. 
And I think that's the thing that separates this one from the other ones we're going to go through. Cause I think all of the other trades will probably require some sort of draft capital, maybe a mix of draft capital for some of them. Whereas for, if you're doing Kyle and Caleb who are again, functionally two expirings in the same way that Conley and Anderson are, you're breaking dead even in money. Like that's really interesting. You might not have to throw in much more and, and there you kind of shake things up. I will be a I don't know, but I think it might be good. You know, that might, it might be good just to shake things up anyways with guys who make sense. I think Conley and Kyle Anderson make a lot of sense for the team. And even though this is maybe my, my least favorite idea, it just makes a whole lot of sense. Kyle Anderson has a four who can defend, um, you know, hit an open three, make uh, plays, which, you know, the, the Heat could use off the bench or as a starter, I, I think would be, would be something interesting there. You get off of the Caleb thing where I, I don't want to see Caleb go, but, you know, that's if you think that you're not going to bring him back. If you're kind of projecting that he's going to be too much, this would be getting in front of it. I kind of like this idea um, because you also preserve your draft capital if you want to do something else later on. Uh, but the biggest reason I like this idea is that even though they're one year apart, Mike Conley's better than Kyle Lowry right now. I mean, I'm just I'm looking I'm looking at the numbers and, you know, and I, I watched him play the other night, too. He's kind of similar to the player he used to be. I know he used to rely on quickness more, but I mean, even in his tiny sample size, but he's averaging 12 points, four assists, shooting 51% from the floor, 40% from three this season. But, but the key thing is uh, he actually is shooting the ball, which we know is something uh, Kyle seems reluctant to do at times. And he's always been a good defender. Again, he's lost a step, no question, uh, at 36. But I think they could put him out on the perimeter to guard the point of attack without having to switch so much which is something they couldn't do with Lowry. Now, do I like Caleb better than Kyle Anderson for this team? I do. I, I think that Caleb, you know, providing that scoring punch off the bench, that Swiss Army knife, versatility, the growth that we saw last year. But I'm with you. I don't know what he's going to be priced at after this season. And, you know, the Heat are in kind of a weird position there because they need him to get back from this knee thing and be effective and provide what they don't really have on the bench right now. But if he provides it too well, he's going to be priced out of where they want to go. And so, uh, you know, Kyle Anderson, they call him slow-mo. Like, I, I mean, he, he's not going to improve their pace in any way, but that kind of fits in with the Heat system. And he's he's always been an intelligent player. I mean, he started out playing for Pop. He was a first-round pick with San Antonio. So I'll just say this. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't think, I don't think it would excite a lot of Heat fans, particularly those who got attached to Caleb. But I also think that you could say if you got brought in Mike Conley, you, okay, he's your starting point guard. Like, I think I think people would be more comfortable with that right now than they are with Kyle. All right, before we get to the break, give me one more idea um, that's on there. And, again, some of these are uh, – we've talked about them a little bit. Um, uh, well, you know, let me see. Let me see if I can find one here. Um, Do you want to go new or old? Let's go a little newer here. What do we feel okay. about uh, – how can they get Tyus Jones? Oh, okay. Well, that I'm going to have to look up Greg has, on the fly. Greg's thrown him out there. A lot of people have thrown him out there, and he's here tonight with Washington, so I'm just curious. That's a good one to bring up. I, I very much like that idea. Everybody knows what Tyus Jones can bring, and I think you're going to, you're going to, you're seeing it a lot already with the Grizzlies and how much they, they miss him in this time without Ja. Um, and I think he's just, he, he's a very good player. And, uh, if you're just talking about getting a starting point guard in here who isn't exactly spectacular but is very good at his job, that's kind of the face of it. And, you know, the, the Heat have always loved the Duke guys. They they drafted his his uh, college teammate who won the championship with him, Justice Winslow. 
So, you know, there's that history as well. And all of this is just to um, stall as I'm looking for his contract number here because I didn't have that one research. I had like five other trade ideas research, but not that one. Okay, so he is on a one-year $14 million deal. So you're going to have to you're going to have to pair somebody else in there. You're going to have to get back a second player. So if you were to even if you were to throw in um Gallinari who's making 7 million on a on an expiring contract and he's actually playing right now he, playing in, right in their now. rotation. Um that still doesn't get you to Kyle's number, but I'm going to and again, this is just on the fly because this is not mm-hmm. one of the the research trade ideas I had here. But You're um right now, that's okay. Hey, you got to think on your feet. That's what we do here. It's just not great. Well, I'm just trying to give the facts. That's the I got to look it up. Greg threw it out here. So this is he. He had this one. Uh, does this does this work? Duncan and Caleb for Tyus Jones, and you dump Lowry elsewhere. That I'm quoting David Lugo, by the way, here on on Discord. I'm not. I'm not. I don't like using the word dump to refer to players. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hey, Greg, not, Greg, not... Greg, Greg had it at. Uh, he had it at Tyus Jones, Gallinari, and Delon Wright equal Lowry salary. Yeah, that's a lot of players. So obviously, if you can get back three players like that, um, like I would love to get back Tyus Jones and Delon Wright specifically. I don't think Gallinari would be playing much. Um, I think those guys would absolutely help, but it feels like a lot for the Wizards to give up. Um, so you would definitely be having to throw in some draft capital there. I imagine it would have to be like two firsts, something like that. Right. See, I don't know. I don't know that I would go that far, though. Let, let, let me let me get into me what Tyus Jones is doing is doing this season. By the way, I, he I believe he has a relationship with Jimmy too. Um, That's right. Tyus You're Jones, right. Yeah, is averaging. He's 27. He's averaging a career high uh, 12 points and 20 in 20 in a career high 26 minutes, 51 percent from the floor, 37 percent from three on 4.8 attempts. It's the attempts I like. Uh, and he doesn't turn the and, ball over. That's uh, what he's known for. He, he, yeah, only his assist to turnover ratio last year was five point two to zero point nine, so five to <laughs> one assist to turnover, which is outstanding. That's amazing. And then this year it's five point eight to one point three. I mean, he is over his career. He's a four assist to point eight turn. I mean, he's a four to one to five to one assist to turnover guy. I mean, to, for people who don't understand how good that is, Tim Hardaway had Tim Hardaway is in the Hall of Fame had a clause in his contract where he got a bonus if he hit three to one, um, which he was always kind of teetering close to, but sometimes didn't end up getting it. So that's excellent. I really like the player. I don't know that I would give up two first round picks. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you marinate on the ones you researched and you can bring them up here in a second after we go to one of our sponsors. Hey, it's Ethan Skolnick for Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. As you know, we heard from Pat Riley recently. Everybody has an opinion on trades, free agency, who they should keep, who they should give up, who they should get. Well, whatever it is that Riley and the Heat do, you don't want them giving up too much and getting too little, right? Well, the same is true of shaving products, and that's why I use Harry's shaving products. I love the way it handles. I love the way it looks, and I love the quality of the shave. I have a little bit of trouble growing out a good beard So better to just shave it off and make sure that it looks somewhat professional. These are German-engineered blades made in their own factory, so they stay sharp longer. means you can use them longer. And also, they've got customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as 2 bucks, half of what you pay for other big brands. Also, I would recommend the shaving lotion 
as well, and the body wash. So check it out. You can go to harrys.com backslash five. That's harrys.com backslash five. You'll get a $13 trial set for just three bucks. Again, don't pay too much and get too little. Same is true of shaving as NBA transactions. harrys.com backslash five for your $3 trial set. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Football season is back, and you know what that means. Touchdown dances, Sunday tailgates, and epic fantasy showdowns. But, fellas, let's not forget the real MVP of the season, introducing the all-new Beard Hedger Pro Kit by Manscaped, your ultimate luxury beard grooming experience. This kit is your secret weapon for staying sharp on and off the field. Don't fumble this opportunity. Head to manscaped.com and elevate your grooming game with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Join the 9 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. You heard that right. 9 million men or 109 MetLife stadiums. We shouldn't be talking about New York. So go to manscaped.com. It's not even New York. It's New Jersey. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code 5RSN. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code 5RSN. Your grass is not artificial. Keep it shaved with Manscaped. All right. I'm going to let you go through your ideas here. And how about this? You throw them out. Some of these came from the Discord. Again, sign yep. up for Off the Floor. And and you've gone through these, and then I'll tell you if I like them or not. How about that? So you, you we'll, we'll do we'll yeah. go the opposite direction. Yeah, I like I, I like that idea better. Um, and I'm going to try to just speed through a couple of these. Um, and then after that, I'll give you the rest. So um, shout out. I want to shout out John Jablanca, um, our guy who's in the Discord as well providing to the conversation and um you know he, he works for heapy he does great work on uh their website i want to shout him out because he gave he kind of put all these ideas together and one that i thought was interesting that we used to bring up i think a little bit more last season was the brooklyn nets and one that kind of works here is kyle and caleb you know with whatever draft capital you think is necessary for spencer dinwiddie and dorian finney smith now, I think the, the question there would be how much would you be willing to throw in with the draft capital? Because I, I might not be willing to go over more than a first for that. But I think, um, you know, bringing in a, a four like Dinwiddie, I mean, excuse me, like Dorian Finney-Smith would be a, a really nice help for this team. The guy can defend at a really high level. He prides himself on doing all little things. He's got better size than some of their wings. And although, like, you're, we all feel, like, great about Highsmith taking that role, you know, there wouldn't be anything wrong with having two of them, right? Now, um, the problem is you would have to figure out what to do with this contract in the same way that you um, you would with Caleb. So maybe if you feel a little bit better about paying him than paying uh, Caleb, then you do that. What, what do you think about that trade, Ethan? I like it, actually. Um, I would give up the first for it. I I, th- I think Spencer Dinwiddie makes a big difference for this team, actually. I, and I, it's not just play style, but it's also personality. He just seems like a good fit for them, and I, and I think he'd fit in right away. Efficiency has been a bit of a problem for him over the years at times, and he's not he doesn't take care of the ball like Tyus Jones does, who we just talked about. But 
he will go get buckets at times, and they need someone from that position who's a threat. Um, we know they like Finney Smith. They've always liked Finney Smith, and so much of this does come down to what they're going to do with Caleb. And I, the, the worst-case scenario here on the Caleb situation, again, is that he does play at a reasonably high level but they once he gets back, but it doesn't get them anywhere, and then they end up not keeping him anyway. And if that's the case, they just can't be in that position. So I honestly, if it's if you're talking about one protected first round pick, I would make that trade. I, I wouldn't go beyond that, but I I would do it oh, because. I, sorry, I, just, I, I, I screwed something up really there. Fit with Jimmy. I screwed something up there. I I I'm sorry. I was looking at so many different trade ideas. Dorian Finney-Smith is not an expiring contract. He is actually signed on for mm-hmm. three years, just at, at right about 14 mil. So with that, you would be exchanging Caleb's like, you know, what are you gonna? What type of contract is he gonna demand versus the the known quantity of having Dorian locked um, locked up for the next three years for 14 mil, well, which I, is I, a pretty I think good when value. You look at, when you look at the, the where the cap is gonna go and where the luxury tax is going to go to have a core rotation player, which is what Finney Smith would be for this team. He would fit in ideally uh, three years, three years at four at 14 each. I think you would pay that. And, you know, with Caleb, as I keep saying, so much of it comes down to what his season is, but I thought before this year that he might be looking at maybe three years for 50. What did Dylan Brooks get three years for 60, something along those lines. So was, was it, if you're uh, telling, was it 80? Or four years for 80, right? It was like 20 million a year. If you're talking about getting Finney Smith at that price and knowing that you have him, I, yes, I, I would player be option on the last deal. Okay, but I, I agree. Finney Smith, the third year, the third year, exactly. Okay. All right, well, you All still right. get the two years 28 out of him, so I, I, I would be in favor of that. All right, throw me the next That's one. It. All right, so the next one that I've got here is one that I've personally hammered home for a long time. Whether you know, I know which one. You already know where I'm going with this, Ethan. Yeah, the Detroit since, one. I, I like it. Ever I since would, I would Bojan right Bogdanovic now. lit up yeah. the heat for 31 points, I've just had hard eyes for him, man. I'm like, wow, that skill set would really help them. Just having an extra offensive weapon who can, you know, who can really, really shoot the ball at an elite level and could also get his own buckets. You know, whether you, however you want to play him and whatever you know starter role, or if you want to bring him off the bench and play him heavy minutes. However, you want to work that out. I think Bojan Bogdanovich would be a huge um, addition for this team. Uh, and if you can work that out and also get a, a point guard like Monty Morris, I think that would be awesome for this team, considering he's still relatively young. So you would kind of have um, – he would kind of be the Gabe replacement in that sense because you, yeah. you would have somebody locked down um, who you feel good about. And I, I think it, it would be like a – you know, you, you kind of had that point guard situation resolved because he's not going to be the one, like, he's not going to be running every pick and roll or anything like that. But he is that type of point guard that the Heat have employed before who just kind of does the right things, you know, can defend a little bit, can shoot, can, you know, make the right pass. It, that feels very much like a Heat type of guard. And then um, the other name that you guys had heard a while back was Joe Harris, who also is on the Pistons now. The thing is, if you try to do, like, a trade with Kyle and Duncan, for all three of those guys, um, the Heat would be taking back more money. So I don't think that would be a likely thing. I, I, I don't think right. they want to. Well, they're I, trying I to get away. Preference. Yeah, it, it would be Detroit's preference to move Joe. I, the thing with Joe is, and I, I, I know Joe a little bit just from covering his rookie season in Cleveland and and beyond that. Joe really admires the Heat organization. I think in the past he would have been a perfect fit 
for the Heat. There were comparisons made of Struess to Joe Harris that I would hear in the Heat organization as they were developing Struess. Uh, but after the injuries, uh, obviously he hasn't been quite as effective. Um, but, but here's the thing. I want to go back to the Morris part of this. Cause we talk about Tyus Jones, uh, and how, you know, the assist to turnover, same career assist to turnover ratio as Tyus Jones. And, and I, at, at four wow. to, uh, basically, basically a little bit better than four to one. And, and also if, if you look at, uh, at last year, it's funny because they, they replaced basically Monte Morris with Tyus Jones. Um, and and he's producing similar numbers. He produced similar numbers to what Tyus is producing now, but he's a career 39% three-point shooter. It's not on high volume. It's three attempts per game, yeah. but he's been consistent with it. 41%, 38%, 38%, 40%, 38%. So you know what you're getting. Um, he's a pretty good defender. and I mean, he's, he definitely adds quickness that they don't necessarily have at that position right now. And you mentioned the youth. Uh, I, I think he's a really interesting, uh, I think he's a really interesting player. Now the, the, the thing with this is, and we really only have time for one more now, but the thing with this is uh, both these guys are hurt, right? So, yep. I mean, you're, you're, you're talking about really waiting two or three weeks before either of them are back. And then you don't really know exactly when they're going to come back. I mean, Bogdanovich, I think was supposed to be out four weeks and Morris three weeks, but I will say I like the idea, and I also can see the reason for – look, if you're Detroit, you just want to grab a pick here, right? I mean, that's it. I mean, you're in rebuilding yeah. mode. Well, the other thing about this, too, is um, you can make a variation of this trade where actually Alec Burks would be the third guy. Now, whether Detroit is willing – you know, would be willing to just keep Harris and, and move Alec Burks, I don't know. But um, if you were to do Kyle and Duncan – for Bogdanovich, Monty Morris, and Alec Burks, the Heat would actually get $7 million further away from the second apron. So obviously that would require some draft capital as well. So the question is, like, do you, would you be okay with doing Kyle Duncan plus, I don't know, a, a first, a swap, and a second, or uh, some combination of that? Like, Because I think Boyan and Monty specifically um, can, can kind of get that if you're just kind of putting their values together. So that's one that I like a lot and I, I mean, was just kind you're, of you're, you're, you're talking about picking up two starters yeah Bogdanovich and then Alec Burks is a rotation player right there too and, and I, I've, I've always liked him too um he, he's he, had trouble staying in rotations but I he does he has you know I mean he, he's a shooter I think they could work with um yeah and so and he's not that old at this stage so I will tell you that I would be willing to give up a little more draft capital look it's all about this okay are you trying? Are you trying to extend and save the Jimmy or or not? And if you've just decided you can't compete and you're gonna let this run into more of a Bam and Tyler thing, then no, you don't trade the draft capital. You keep it to try to refresh around them. But if you're trying to make something happen during the Jimmy era, I think they would need to make a move like this. All right, we got time for one more, Alex. So give me your next best okay. idea. I'm just gonna speed through them, and then you can okay. kind of just you know tell me your thoughts on all of them. So the one that I've got here is one that we brought up before with the Pacers, Kyle Lowry for TJ McConnell and Buddy Heald. The Heat would actually mm -hmm. um, be taking back a little bit less money there, about 1.8 mil. So it gets you just a little bit further away from the second apron, which is a good thing. Buddy Heald is an expiring. So that would be a big, big factor you would have to consider if you're going to be trading. But again, you, you would keep Caleb in this deal. So I, I don't know how that would work. Like they obviously, we don't know that they're going to be paying Caleb. So you're going to have him and Buddy there, but that would strengthen you in the short term. I think mm -hmm. by a good amount, if you're, if you're getting McConnell and Buddy Heald there. The other one that I was looking at was um, the one with the Jazz, where it's uh, 
Colin Sexton and and Kelly Olenek. I think that would be a really interesting one. And the last one that that was brought up. Would that just be for Kyle in a first? I believe so. I'm trying to pull that one up just because I have so many different um, ones. Like because uh, I, I I know that the Jazz were willing to move Sexton and on good authority they were willing to move Sexton and Tht, mm. but not as willing to move Kelly. Yeah. So how Kyle, much would Kelly play for the Heat right now? It's it's tough. That's why I don't think this one happens. I don't think the Heat. I oh. I, I mean Sexton is signed on for three years by the way at 17 mil. So I don't I don't see that. Kelly isn't expiring, so you would only have him for this season. Therefore, I don't really – even if it, um, it would work financially for them this season, I, I think the 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 long-term money might not work for them. I don't know how they feel about Sexton, um, you know, inside the front office. So I don't re- – I think this is probably the least likely one. Well, Sexton, Sexton's a different type of point guard than than Jones or Morris. Like, I mean, se- I mean you're, you're, getting, you're getting a scoring threat, right, for sure. Uh, but he's not as efficient with the ball as those two mm. guys are. So again, it depends what you're It'd looking for. It'd be a six-man or that type of microwave scorer off he, the bench. He would, and he would be live when he's on the court. They would have to coach certain things out of him. The one thing they wouldn't have to coach into him is he does get after it defensively. Like he would fit that way for them, and they wouldn't have to worry about the point of attack there with 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 him in there. So uh, the Kelly idea made a lot of sense to me this off season. As I've looked at the roster a little bit more, I don't think I would give up that much to bring him back. I know that. There's some Heat players would like to bring him back. He was well-liked inside the organization, but I, I don't know that I would go too far on that one. I, I like the Detroit idea better, to be honest, but throw me one more. I have the last one here, also brought up by our very own Leif Sylvander, the Chicago Bulls, and this is the closest one that you could actually consider a star trade. Kyle Lowry and Caleb Martin, and, and this is me filling in the deal at this point, but he suggested trading for DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. And if you do Lowry and Caleb, it works financially. Um, but, and not only that, the heat would actually be, hold on. Well, it works financially. That's, that's what I know for sure. I'm trying to get the, the, the money here, but the heat would be taking on money. The heat would be, would be taking on a little bit more money this year. And I think they're doing everything they can to get out of the second apron. Would they get into it for DeRozan and Caruso? I think that would be... (laughs) I don't know. Like you, you might have to consider it. I think the Rosen would be an would be kind of an awkward fit. But I think they could make it work. It would just be really doubling down on the mid range stuff, which they're already number one in the league by a staggering amount. Um, Caruso would obviously the ri- they could just eliminate the rib and the three point line at this point and just have yeah. everybody crunched up in the middle. No, they're already playing that way. They barely see the rim in the three point line as it is. So it would be just doubling <laughs> down on what you do offensively. But uh, on and, on defense, getting Alex Caruso there like that would just yeah. be. I mean, he's a high impact defender. Can shoot the three a little bit. Um, you don't want him doing anything with the ball really, but you know, a high level no. role player for sure. And. You know, that's pretty much what it comes down to. Obviously, I would prefer I, I would prefer Zach Levine over to Rosen. I think Levine would be a much cleaner fit. He gets to the rim a lot. He can he shoots yeah. it at a really high level from kind of just everywhere on the floor. Um and he makes more money though. So he, he makes forty mil by himself well, my, and it kind of goes up. My, my my concern with Zach Levine, yeah, no, there's no question there's higher upside there, but also you're talking about a guy who was a high flyer when he came into the league. He's developed the other parts of his offensive game. He's kind of a reluctant defender. Like, that's been an issue in Chicago, uh, even though you would think he would have the skill set to do it consistently. And the knees concern me. I, you're going to be paying him that much money, and he's had knee issues consistently. They've dealt with that kind of thing before with Dwayne and others. I, well, with DeRozan, I, it would I be age. Know. 
You know what I mean? So like, well, you got to DeRozan, a, DeRozan, it's, DeRozan, it's a few things. I mean, the irony of Lowry being traded for DeRozan is, is terrific. But look, I, I, it's a few things. It's the fact that it, DeMar is one of the best people in the league, okay? And I've always rooted for him, but he's never come through when it's mattered. I mean, it's not – there's – I mean, he's he's kind of like the likable version of Harden in that sense. And, and you're right about the doubling down on – I mean, you're basically bringing in a guy who is – jimmy like in a lot of different and i just don't know the, the places you're going to be occupying on the floor and i don't know that he's got the athleticism at this stage to really turn it up defensively like the defense with him has always been somewhat of a question too mm-hmm. that feels like the trade that Heat fans would want because it has the name in it i like the detroit trade and i and i and i like the washington trade potentially with tyus jones to me if you can get a point guard who takes care of the ball but also has a little get up to him. Okay, is a not a doesn't have to be a high volume three point shooter, but will shoot the three. Like to me, Ty, Tyus Jones and Monte Morris are fits. Like they're they're fits with this group. Yeah, I like Caruso too, but it's just again what it's what what that deal is going to cost you. So I, I I think that it to me, and again depends what you're going to give up. But the Detroit and Washington idea is the most interesting. The Utah idea. Yeah. I don't know if Sexton's going to be a fit for what they do. And I, I the KO part, I, I don't know that he upgrades them that much at this stage. You know, KO is not a good rebounder. He does other things well. Um, he's positional defender, but he's not going to elevate you that way. They had to protect him at times. I, I don't the other know. thing, I'm by the way, with, really quick, the other thing with the Detroit one, because um, I know we have to wrap up, is that Boyan only has $2 million guaranteed through next season mm-hmm. if you were to cut him um before there's a, a date in july there where that becomes guaranteed the rest of the contract becomes guaranteed so if they wanted to just rent Bojan, they could do that with that trade obviously it'd be very risky if you're trading draft capital but you could right. theoretically just bring on and just decide who you get to keep because Bojan only has the one more year and um you can just pay him the two mil and cut bait if you want to huge infusion um, of offensive talent there i think yeah, no, it, it, it's if you want to talk about quick fixes, then that becomes a quick fix. Um, and we'll see. And these teams have to be willing to do it. And a lot of these guys we talked about, Heald, Bogdanovich, we talked about them as trade candidates in the offseason, the Utah, and yep. nothing happened yet. So and it depends on what they are willing to give up. Like how much draft capital right. do we think they're willing to give up for some of these trades? It I depends think that's what kind they of think the, of this season. Factor. Alex, it depends what they think of this season. Are, are they? Are, do they think they can save this season from within? which they very, very well think, or do they think that this season doesn't mean need to be saved at all and just let it let it play out? And uh, we'll see. We do want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped. Use that code 5RSN, get you 20% off. Better Edge, wow, it's convenient. 5RSN, get you $20 to play. I was trying to save your computer. We went 32 minutes. Have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.